back to my whiskey podcast this is the big this is like the season finale i feel like i feel like this is where we bump our little thing from season one to season two we're doing our first sponsored nobody gave us any money just a free bottle of whiskey episode we're doing tenjaku ten yeah tenjaku that's gotta be it tenjaku blended whiskey uh they sent this to to us uh this is probably Probably like nine weeks ago now, right? I mean, we've had it for yep. a while. Yeah, we already had the list developed, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they got bumped to the next cycle. Uh, we were gonna do it last week. We did Chattanooga. Things got messed up. I basically threw a wrench into everything. We'll talk about that later. But either way, yes, we're here. We did it. We're 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 doing Tenjuku, Tenjaku, Tenjaku. That's it. Uh, I guess uh, we got probably need disclaimers for this episode. We weren't paid. We weren't even blah blah blah. All we did was receive a free bottle. They didn't. I even asked them like three times. You got any information from me so I can give you a spiel? You got history. You got marketing material. I got nothing. They literally just said, "When's the episode go live?" I said, "This day." They said, "Is it going live?" I said, "Whoops, next week." And they <laughs> said, "Okay, thanks." That. <laughs> That was about, I said, uh, the host had an issue. Next week, they said, okay, thanks. And I was like, okay. So So we're going to do honest reviews. If I'm going to be open about everything, they do send us stories all the time on Instagram saying, yo, check it out, Tenjaku. I had to turn off the notifications for the the social account. We should explain the beginning of this. They sent us a message. No, no, no. They tagged us in one of their posts and said, have you guys tried this yet? And I said, no. And they were like, well, you should. And I said, send us a bottle. And then he's like, okay, give us this contact information. And I was like, oh, okay. It's that, it's that easy. <laughs> and, and then I did email them, and it took them maybe maybe three weeks to finally get back to me and go, oh, yeah, we'll send you a bottle. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was pretty smooth, so, I think. So thanks for yeah, all the hard work yeah. they did. Other than that. some slight delays and probably just disconnect because it's all social media. Yeah. Uh, I'm, sure they, I'm sure they get more than a few DMs a day. So I'm not going to complain about free whiskey. Yeah, not to get too sentimental, but this has been quite the journey, guys. And to get a free bottle of whiskey, uh, all we can say is we're very thankful. Yes, I will not knock it. Uh, It is appreciated. So we can get into, well, I guess I'm going to talk a little about the history. Yeah. Well, I'm going to make it up because they didn't give me any. So I'm just going to say what. <laughs> let me go to their website. Let me let me just hang on. Let me go to their website. We've been talking about this for multiple weeks that we were just going to make let up Let me a go to their website real quick. Whiskeys, and this might be it. Okay, I'm just checking their website. Um, There's nothing. Okay, there's... Nope, there's no no history. Okay. Uh, I tried. I, tr- <laughs> I tried my best. Uh, they don't have any. Plays way better on video. <laughs> Probably does. It does. I like <laughs> hold my my keyboard like a like a, a guitar. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like, like the violin. kid with the boombox no, base... over his shoulder. Just. <laughs> <laughs> so the big the big takeaways were, they said Tenjaku was created in the city of Fufuki. I'm gonna go with that. In the eastern part of the Kofu Basin in Yamashi Prefecture. Uh, yeah, I don't know Japan a lot, so that's what they tell you. Uh, it looked towards Mount Fuji. 
Was that where Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> Got was? Got it. Love it. They say their distiller is Kenji Watanabe. So I figured, okay, I'll go down these rabbit holes. Ken, Ken Watanabe? Kenji Watanabe. So I went down and looked up uh, Fufuki in Japan, tried to find their distillery. I did not. I was unsuccessful finding photos or information on the distillery. So uh, I went to the next rabbit hole, and I went down to Kenji Watanabe. I searched for this guy. Uh, I could not find much information about him personally. Uh, there is a Kenji Watanabe who is a Olympic swimmer, not the same guy. Uh, Rest I think in peace. Nah, is he dead? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look that deep. I think he. I think uh, Google popped up and said he weighs 179 pounds, and I was like, okay, whatever. I don't care. Um, but uh, I did find another website called the Mikuni, which is another Japanese whiskey, apparently. Uh, and they list Kenji Watanabe as a distiller as well. They give a they give almost no information, but they say a name best known throughout the Japanese whiskey, and he's currently a master blender for a number of other brands. So I guess he does probably gig work more or less for whiskey blending. I'm not really sure. I couldn't find much information about him. I try to do some reverse image searches on the photo of the one person on their website that maybe could be a distiller, but nothing came up. It all just led back to the Tenjaku website. Um, I will say their website is cleaner than most. Uh, one thing I really appreciate when I go to these websites, I hate typing in my birthday and my country and all that bullshit. I like that it just automatically knows you're coming from USA and it says, are you over 21? And you click yes. It's my fucking favorite thing. Yes, no, yep. walk Yeah, away. so they did that and I do like that. Uh, I it's clean. It's a clean website overall, but it doesn't have much. It gives me the same vibes as, um, like the Kilbrin, uh, where it seems like it's just a purchase type of deal, and they just have a couple photos and some stylized writing and call it a day. So I had to go down the rabbit hole of Reddit, uh, and I I frequent watching uh, PewDiePie. I'm sure no one that listens to whiskey shit watches PewDiePie, but that's okay. There was an episode where he tried to compare a very expensive Japanese whiskey called Makoto with, I think he compared it like against a $20 bourbon or something. I, I don't remember. Um, but the Makoto was an $800 bottle of Japanese whiskey. And I remember everyone calling it out as a scam. It's not real. It's just some inflated bullshit. No one knows where it came from. And it costs like 80 bucks to make. So I hunted that article down to try to see if I could link anything back to make sure this is legit. Led me down a path of, I was back on Reddit, r slash whiskey. People were talking about Japanese whiskey. I searched for Tenjaku. I saw a post from, I'm going to find it. We will definitely link in the show notes the chart. But let's see. Uh, Uncle Baldrick linked a uh, uh linked a link, hyperlinked a list of real versus fake Japanese whiskey, which I found interesting. So basically how Japanese whiskey works, and we talked about this, uh, I think it was our Toki episode, is to be distilled in Japan, it needs to be created fully in Japan. Barrels, bottles, water, distillery, everything needs to be from Japan and it's got I'm pretty sure for certain whiskeys it has to be from the I think it's actually all of them the same you can't mix distilleries it's got to be all from the same source 
You cannot change any of that. And that is distilled in Japan. So Japanese whiskey has a, it's, it's definitely a, not going to say niche product. It's a limited product. In you know, they don't have much landmass. They don't have the population. They don't have the resources like other parts of the world. So Japanese whiskey is in low supply in general. It's not something that they can pump out as fast as an American bourbon or even even uh, you know some of these <clears throat> lesser known brands. Even them are much larger than some of these Japanese whiskeys. It doesn't mean they don't scale up well enough, but they don't produce the same amount as other other distilleries. When we reviewed the Toki, didn't we discuss how? the Japanese regulations were fairly new. I think it was, it was, it wasn't the Tokyo, it was the episode, the other Japanese we did, but yeah, they're, they have recently changed the rules. Correct. So I, I, I can't, I cannot confirm if the things I'm going to say jive with these new rules, but as far as I, I have researched the, the original rules or the way that the game was played is, same distillery in Japan, all Japanese materials and products makes a distilled in Japan whiskey. A whiskey or a product that is brought to Japan, you bottle it or you, sorry, you use a resource from Japan and bottle it. It is now a product of Japan. So you can kind of relate it to made in USA. It needs to have like 50 something percent United States made materials and it is made in USA, but it does not mean that everything was made in USA. Well, apparently in Japan, just a product in the in the bottle needs to be it could be the bottle itself. That is a product of Japan. So I'm pretty sure you take it to Japan, you bottle it, you add ja uh, water from J Japan, you ship it back to America, it is now a product of Japan. So because of this kind of I guess, gray area, there's this list that I have that I'll put in the show notes where they list out all the Japanese whiskeys, either products or distilled, and link it back to the distiller and say if it's a Japanese whiskey, a fake Japanese whiskey, a called a world whiskey, which probably is not. And then there's also, there's also a tab for a shochu whiskey. Shochu is a distilled drink in Japan, like sake, but it's not whiskey. Uh, there's also companies in Japan that make sochu and then color it or age it in barrels and call it whiskey. Shochu is made out of rice as a mash bill, isn't it? Yes. So rather than it being like a, a sake as wine, mm -hmm. like a rice wine, it's distilled rice. Yes. Uh, so there's all these different layers. And so... Tenjaku falls in the, and it says right on the bottle, product of Japan. And in this list, uh, they actually have Tenjaku in here. It was, uh, da, 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 not going to find it now. She was up here. Tenjaku. Minali Alps Wine and Beverage is the producer of it. I tried to go to their website, but it would not load for me. So I'm not sure if that's my end or theirs. Everything else is working for me. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, I could not load up their website, so I'm not sure what's going on with that. It did look like it was at least hosted in Japan because the link was a .jp address, but I couldn't get any more details about it. But it seems like the product is obviously 
something's imported, they add something to it and then call it a Japanese whiskey. But tried and true, it's not a it's not a distilled in Japan Japanese whiskey. So take that for what it is. I can't say that makes it real or fake or I mean you call it fake Japanese whiskey. It doesn't mean it's not whiskey. Uh, it's just what it is. A lot of a lot of people play this game because of the resource limitations of Japan. So Japanese whiskeys fetch a higher price. So it's a easy way to do very little in shipping to make your price inflated because you're a Jap- you're a product of Japan. Um, but I cannot find much more about this company. I don't know how much real Japanese influence there is. It could be just a bunch of people. I mean, I think their website was, when I looked up the who is on Tenjaku, it's all hosted in, I think it was Arizona. I pulled up two of them. One linked back to California and one linked back to Arizona. So I'm not sure if, uh, if it's a Arizona based or California or not in America based company that sends product there and gets it back. Um, I thought the, rep we were talking to was from california i don't know why i thought that it w- it was shipped to us from california it was actually shipped from a small it was just shipped from a i don't know if this is weird it was shipped from just a liquor store in california like i didn't get it from uh a distillery or production also i do know i think it might have been pat did a little search on what it was it you who found their their email? No, I think they emailed us and you did a little backward search and it's all we could ever find was a marketing company behind it, right? Is that you, Pat? That's yeah, that's that's who we I, essentially we worked with together. Yeah, get I think I think uh, I think we weren't able to find you know we weren't find able to find anything that linked us back to like a this person at tenjakuwhiskey dot com. It, it came all. It all came from marketing yeah, agencies, it, like an which I don't think is a a problem. I mean, I haven't worked with any kind of. It just it's yeah. Just it just that's it, just really what it is. So take it for what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, going down the rabbit hole, everyone needs to make their own decision of if it's okay to have this kind of product. It it just it's. I think it's a another category of product. You shouldn't say it's Japanese whiskey. It's just a spinoff of that. Does it fetch the same price? They definitely try to. I think this bottle retail is forty-eight or fifty. Uh, I don't have that. That sounds right. I feel forty stuck in my head, but I was going to ask. I if think forty for- stuck in your head because it up. I actually sent a picture to you guys. I actually found it at my local liquor store for forty a while. Oh, back. really? Yeah. Right, there you go. Yeah, here in Indiana. Yeah. So. If you're in Indiana, you can get it. I know. I know they just posted some photos on their Instagram of it being in Costco. I think. Uh, so I mean, they're they're getting yeah. out there. They're, they're distributing. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I don't want to sound positive or negative. I think it just is what it is. It's a, a lot of products do this. I appreciate that it. You know, I I can't tell you if the price is fair, but at least they're not gouging the way some companies are. In terms of something like the Makoto, that was people looked it up and they assumed it was like an eighty dollar bottle of whiskey that was was being sold for ten times the price. This is probably, you know, I mean, if we look at, I, I, and we'll get into with the taste. I think this definitely has. We talked about at least with the Japanese whiskeys how they have a lot of their heritage in in a Scotch uh, blend, or at least that's you know that's how it it was introduced to Japan. 
I think this still has some more scotch than Japanese whiskey notes. Uh, and in terms of a scotch whiskey, I mean, you're still not looking at a cheap price. So is it hyperinflated? I don't know. Is it fair? I think it just becomes preference. Uh, and it, we'll get that with the scores. But, you know, it's one of those things where is it a, is it, do they sell themselves in a way that makes you feel one way, but it's not? Yes, I would say I would agree with that. Um, is it wrong? I don't think so. Uh, it's just another game to play, and I don't think they're taking hyper advantage of it. But, you know, it, it's to everyone's own. If you're a purist, you're going to hate it. If you just enjoy the drinking experience and you like the taste, then who cares? Um, someone's still doing work to make something happen, so I can't, I can't knock it. Yeah. We ready to move on to the, the tasting now? I think I think we can get there. Uh, what was the last thing? Oh, I got one more thing. I don't like it when companies use photos that aren't theirs. Can we talk <laughs> about that for two seconds? <laughs> that irritates me. I'm I'm building no. the home right now. No, we I'm can't. building the home right now, and I I I was between two builders, and I went to one person's website, and he used photos that were not his, and it makes me think like you're a shyster. So I went to Tenjaku's website. It, it was. I swear it was their website, but I was on it all day and I did not find this photo again. I think it was just their Instagram, which I think is a little more okay. But they were using tons of stock photos and it's irritating that they just slap their logo and act like it's their photo. But I get it, whatever. It's not as irritating, but I do not like when companies use stock photos or other people's photos to say, hey, this is our photo. It just irritates the shit out of me. I just don't get what's the purpose of a stock photo. Like, why not just take, I guess it's cheaper than taking your own pictures, hey, but to your point, it does feel it dishonest. It gives someone a job. Why not? Yeah, I, I just, it, it feels, it feels more, it makes the, so my issue with it in general is it, I think it depends on the category. And when you're dealing with a product that already feels drop shipped because of the way it's made, you're only fueling that fire. You're steering into that vibe of nah. Yeah, yeah. You're like you're like, ah, we're already going half ass with the product of it's Japan. We might as well just go half ass with the photos too. So now to be fair, there I I, I went through their Instagram and, and I did find the same photo that we found that was very stock. It's really far back in their history now. They have done a lot of marketing in the last what, eight to ten weeks. And they have a lot of their own photos now. Now, a lot of it is, it looks like either influencers, reviewers, they're definitely sending this product out to a lot of people to get photos and reviews, which, playing the game, that's fine. So they've they've found a way to outsource their photo game in general. So they've kind of corrected the issue by just brute forcing it, and now they're there. So it's less of an issue. I've, I've seen both sides of it, so... We can we can get into the tastings if we don't have any more comments. The jury rests. <laughs> Love it. Adjourned. Wait, no, you can't leave. Stop. Come back. Pat, no, don't leave. Stop. Bye guys, logging off. <laughs> yeah. That's that's John's normal MO. We we're done. He goes, I, gotta, I gotta go Click. to bed. Bye. <laughs> I gotta go perform surgery. Bye. <laughs> Bedtime YouTube. Thank you. Well, what you don't know is John gets four, at least four calls that he needs to be in for surgery right now. And he goes, eh, they can wait 10 minutes. Guys, <laughs> you 
Yeah, guys, I'm it's in the okay. middle. It's okay. Like, I was just drinking a little bit. <laughs> the Hippocratic Oath prevents that you from That arm's not going to be more broken if I wait. <laughs> it's true. This is true. You've been fine for the last hour and a half. Another one ain't going to oh, kill God. you. Oh, uh, God. So anyways, yes, yeah, so let's jump in. Uh, in terms of color, it definitely still has the lighter. You know, we, we mentioned with Toki that it was very see-through, almost, almost like a... I mean, it was a super light yellow color. Light amber, you'd say? No, Pat. It wasn't. It was not. It was. I would not say amber. Actually, I wouldn't say that at all. He's getting the shakes <laughs> trying not no, to say. There was no. There was no the orange. Video. There was no orange or red tones in it. It is just straight yellow. Yeah. Um. And I, I would say, in terms of the Japanese whiskey we've had, they've been very yellow, light yellow, pale yellow. This this has the same characteristics. Uh, it's definitely a little. It's a little darker than that it kind of reminds me of something like the um it reminds arpeated. me of a lager color yeah kind of it's not bad i like that i was thinking like it's i was just thinking like if if you made a japanese whiskey and then peat and then added whatever peating process would do to it because well, it's like with the ardbegs or and the the we the wee beastie and the 10 we were surprised how not deep color they were and i feel like if you took if you took a Japanese whiskey and peated it, it'd be this color. Like it didn't add much to it, but it just took it down a tone. Yeah, okay. Nobody liked that. Love it. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> ship yellow. it. I liked Clint. Clint hey, uh, hey, guys. It looks guys, like it's a like a lager. <laughs> yeah, we all agree. With that yeah, yeah. Freaking, freaking. Clint's doing colors for the rest of that rest of time now. <laughs> oh, don't do that because uh, I thought the last few looked like loggers. Freaking Picasso over here knows his art. What do we get on the nose? All right, All right Picasso. I, I have, I have what do you one, think about the nose? I have one thing and oh, I don't want it to ruin. John things. wants to go first now. No, because I'm gonna go, call on you. Uh, let John go first. I think I'm let him. You know what? Hey, John, what do you think about the nose? All right. To me, it smells like tequila. Oh, wait, I want to preface this. I do have a cold, but I do think it smells like tequila. Oh, my God. All hey, right. I don't hate that. All right, so I have to jump into this because I actually have a memory from my Mexico trip. We took, you know, one of those Yucatan bus trips. Okay. And they stop off. <laughs> yeah. One yeah, of the cartel, one of the cartel things. Spend a day with the cartel. That's cool. <laughs> they... They stopped at a local village, and a kid was raising money. The kid was raising money to go to school. Well, so they say. Anyway, they were selling a local Yucatan liquor that is made out of fermented honey. And Are you telling me a nine-year-old was selling liquor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's made out of it's made out of fermented honey and stebentin. I'm sorry, to what? This you say you shit the bed? Bless you, stebentin. Shit the bed. It's spelled X T A B E N T U umlaut, not umlaut, but whatever that oh. slashy <laughs> thing is. And they don't have a they don't have yeah, U, U with the slashy thing like the apostrophe <laughs> and and that's an accent, okay? homie. <laughs> anyway, it reminds me exactly like that because it's a little mix of honey and like a licorice, like a anise note. 
Okay. It reminded me of that. And then I got a little bit of melon. Melon, you say? Yeah. Cooling. Yeah, I definitely find I definitely find the the honey notes very strong here. Uh, I I thought that I it's funny because I I was on the more of a scotch train, uh, but I feel like I still I still smell like the the beginnings of a scotch. But when you talk about tequila, and I wasn't even in that headspace, it's very easy to get pulled there, like. I think that's a bad thing, though. <laughs> I just found it you... funny. You said tequila, and it steered me right back towards my memory of what I already thought it was. Clint was back like, in the cartel. I feel like I'm in the same. I'm still in the same realm. It's just I picked up a bottle of bootleg, you know, Yucatan <laughs> special sauce. <laughs> Clint, next time you're there, you got to pick us up that nine-year-old Yucatan special sauce. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> you can't pick up the I'm not, don't, don't pick the kid up, just the bottle, Clint. God damn. Nope, nope. Just just let's just move on. I you know what I think it smells like? That's, I think okay. it smells like the poochie. No, 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 no. It does. No, it does. It's not no. even close. No. It's got yeah. it's got that same funk, but the tequila it's I, I can bridge it more it, it smells more like the tequila mm-hmm. we tried more than the poutine. But poutine was the first thing I went to. Um, but it, Max, you're right too. It, the first, first scent is like a space side scotch, but then for me, it goes right into. It's definitely an upfront, funk. like it sells it to you decently well. It's like a used card salesman. You're like, I'm on, I'm on board, and then you're like, fuck, I got screwed. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, it. I think it, I think it devolves. It devolves pretty quickly. I don't know if it's just a acclimation thing where. There's these these undertones that that get you in the beginning, and then you just become accustomed to them very quickly, very quickly, and so you you ignore them, um, which prob. I don't I don't like the funk. Yeah. It kind of makes my stomach. I will agree. It does. Funk, I thought it, it doesn't make my stomach hurt. Very, like right when you pour it into the glass, I smell that, and then it kind of drifts off after that. I don't feel it. I'm I'm more of a very tail end of it. It's it's been there every single time. Very mid tail end on that. My feet going back. It's kind of like I'm a glutton for punishment. Like I want to keep smelling it though. Yes, I I want it to go away. Also, price point is confirmed forty dollars. That's their price point. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So I I do find a lot of those things. I I think on the nose at least, and hearing your guys' testament. There's a lot going on, and it feels unfocused to me. Do you think there's like a like a mildewy quality, kind of like monkey shoulder hat? Funk. Wait, but I don't remember mildew with monkey shoulder. It it just it was at the end. It was just a little bit. Like I think it, with the monkey show, we were we were in a wet scenario, but not so much mildew. <laughs> I yeah. remember being damp, wet for dog. sure. I damp. remember I remember talking about wet things, but maybe some rain, some dew, but not mildew. Well, you know, over exaggeration, whatever. Man, but, I didn't write any of that down for this. Yeah, the funk is less. Uh... Oh wait, I did. I wrote, "Don't go chasing waterfalls" for a show note and wet suits. <laughs> That might have been the one where I talked about a wet rose. It would have been like episode ten or nine. Yeah, yeah that was, was much earlier. No, it's episode episode twenty eight, boys. 
Oh, there you go. John's got uh, very distinct notes. Best note taker of our group. I'm not taking notes. <laughs> I'm just the uh, historian over here. Was that after movie week? Uh, I, I need. Uh, it was worry, after movie. Week. All right, I'll let's jump into notes. the next. Let's jump into the next round. Let's go for the palette. Um, I know Pat's got a lot to say, so I want to give him space. So, John, would you like to talk about the palette? Mm, I'd like to. I'd like to hold my spot and proceed with someone else. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I, I want to know because your nose comments really, I think it drove the subject pretty well. So I don't want to give you, I don't want to bring you in too late. No, I don't have as much. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, I had my moment of fame. <laughs> now I just write. Don't worry, I feel the else. same on. I feel, I feel the same on the palette. So we're gonna let Clint open it up then. I feel like the honey translates through. There is a bit of honey there. It, it is a. A candy oh, bar, a bit of honey, plant. or no, not a bit of honey like candy. Um, it's not. It's just regular. It's a regular small portion of honey, organic honey, raw, unfiltered. Yeah, raw, unfiltered. Just like Clint. yeah, like like when you take a spoon and you put it in your mouth and it's honey. <laughs> when you lick the beehive, <laughs> you, lick, you lick the hornets, suck out all them bee juice. <laughs> Yeah, chomp on <laughs> those them YouTube stingers. videos of them scraping those honeycombs. Oh man, that's some ASMR shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's some oh. yummy stuff. I'm just saying. Clint's all about that bee juice. <laughs> I could bridge some bee juice in here, but it it's definitely very, very, very light. Everything. Is very hard to pick out. It's like I'm like a like, it's like white. I hope, I hope you, well. You mean light in terms of concentration or light in terms of body? Faint, both. Because I guess hard I to guess pick out. what I'll say is I think that up front, the first half a second is a much bolder body to it. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's it's not hot. It's not. It's peppery. It's it's definitely it maybe peppery is a good word. It's definitely bold. It definitely it's there, and then it it does a decent job of transitioning to this kind of like more of a mellow tones of this honey, but there's not a lot of depth for me, and that might be because it is like you say, you know, light in terms of depth of the taste that I'm not pulling a lot out, and I think that upfront boldness, and I think peppery might actually be a really good term now that you've said it. I, I think that is pulling away a lot and I'm it's I'm finding it harder to derive things through the palette. You know, I, I almost wanna say there's like this slight amount of of smokiness in the beginning. It's like maybe that's maybe it's like a smoked pepper would be a pretty good at least for me, uh a way of, of, of saying the upfront part of the palette. But then it falls off to there's definitely a honey. I don't know about bee juice. That's I think that's a me. comment coming from like, no, like, bee juice, um, bee juice, bee juice. If you throw some cracked peppercorns, <laughs> no, don't, don't mess with that. Some, if you throw some Sorry, cracked peppercorns and a and some hot oil and just like the hot steam of the pepper. Oh, like, when it gets in the air that, and you kind of choke on you. it. I'm pretty on. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty on board on that. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that the upfrontness is definitely a lot bolder. Than the the rest of it, it's it's very pronounced at the beginning, but the rest of it, 
it feels very just placeholdery, like it's missing. There's one more note I wanted to pick up on is after after the pepper front and the honey, I felt like it transitions into like a light fruit, like a light sour fruit, like a grape, like a white grape. Okay. Like I could get behind a sour fruit. Somewhat sour or tarty. Mm-hmm. Like, like a white grape is what I thought. Something you don't want a lot of, but it's not unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of there, to be honest. Um, so I don't think any more comments. I think that, yeah, that's probably the most lackluster. Well, wait, let me finish. Let's go to the finish. This might be the most <laughs> lackluster part. Max of needs the whole to finish, train. guys. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I I find the, the finish extremely short. Um, I think it's trying to be, I think it's trying to bring that pepper back, but it does not do a good job for me. Yes. There's still a little there pepper might, there. There might be some, I almost want to say there's some woody tones there, but it's so faint and I don't think it's doing a good job that it just feels like it splinters and it's gone. So it's just, it's not, it's not doing enough for me. And, but I think, to be fair, with the Japanese whiskey we tried, both of them did not have long finishes. I so this is kind of what I would expect almost. I and I'm I wasn't a fan then. I'm still not a fan now. I got nothing to add. Yeah, don't all talk at once. I yeah. don't want to edit yeah. too much. Clint doesn't no, want to edit too much. I I think you uh you kind of hit it on the nose there. I I mean I it's feel just, like it's... there was the pepper. Just yeah, a it's a, it's a one trick pony, I think, for the finish. It's unremarkable. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that's the worst part about tasting it over a couple of days is, I I think the way that we do this each week, it it definitely sh- shows up on some of these not as dense or extravagant whiskeys. I think it's why something like the rare breed is was more fun for us because there's so many things to pick out in a. 72 hour sprint of tasting where if you taste this back to back over three nights, you're like, I was already bored the first night. <laughs> now I'm like, eh, I don't know. Well, you know, it, I will say this. It actually made for me, it made a stronger first impression than what I initially thought. Cause I tasted, I this, agree. I tasted this a couple weeks ago before we had the schedule shift. Clint, I think it was just one week ago. <laughs> well, whatever. No, no, he, he tried. He it a prepped weeks six ago. months ago. He's like, I'm no, gonna do a real good review. Like today is Wednesday. It was probably not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. It was, <laughs> it was a weekend more <laughs> that I had. And what what I destru- described as the Stabetten, the fermented honey and licorice note. That was coming across at first for me more like a honeydew melon. And I kind of liked it a lot. And the palate was light. It was easy to drink. It was... But now, I only had a small amount of it uh, for that tasting. But it gave me a stronger first impression. And now that I've sat with it a little bit more, it... 
some of that perspective kind of change. And I, I don't know if that's my fault or whatever, but I, I felt like it gave a strong first impression and then it kind of disappointed in this sitting. So. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think I think I, I have more to elaborate when we go to scoring it because I'm, I'm in between a couple things. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I can talk about it. I think that in terms of having it around as a casual drink that you just have after a long day as kind of a bridge to something, um, you know, in between events, I think it's fine. I, I don't mind it at all. Uh, I was actually shocked when I sat down because my first thoughts before I even tried it was, it seems like a adjacent to a gimmick. It just seems like a marketing spiel. They're on their deal. I mean, is it going to last? I don't know. Is it just a pop-up company that produces, makes a bunch of money and disappears? Maybe. Uh, you know, but just like you, Clint, first time I had it, I was like, you know what? Not bad. Like, I could buy another bottle of this. I wouldn't be upset about it. Uh, and I still wouldn't be. I still wouldn't be upset to have this uh, in my liquor cabinet that it would not get drank a lot, uh, but it would definitely have its moments of like, I don't need something crazy. It definitely has Japanese whiskey influences, but it's not as light as something that we've tried before, which I'm more of a fan of. So I like it in terms of trying to be a Japanese whiskey, but it's not. And I'm okay with understanding that. But as I'm going to argue in the score is that the value part of it starts to suck when it, you look at something that's like, is it worth $40? Now, there's plenty of Japanese whiskey that, I mean, it basically starts at like 50 bucks. So this looks like a, a deal when it comes to Japanese whiskey. But when it comes to products of Japan, it's it's not really the... It's it's on the more value side, but it's not the cheapest. Um, I think personally, I'd rather pay fifty for something like Hakashi and and that I like for sure, and have that sitting around. So it's one of those things like why buy the knockoff when you can buy the authentic for just a little bit more. I feel like you're diving into a review, and we should rate this before we do that more. Yeah, that's why I said I should hold for review, but fuck it. I just went with it. So yeah. we can score it. Let's talk about it. We do the one through five and the six list. Pat, you want to talk about it? Nah, he doesn't want to talk about it. Everyone's talking <laughs> nope. about it. You can listen to last you, week. You didn't do it, it real good, good last week, I go have to, to say. So go to our first out. episode. We'll really just dive <laughs> into More that. importantly, <laughs> he did it real good without complaints. <laughs> that's actually, that would, hey, you know what? That's what, right. ma- that secret, that's what made it real good. <laughs> he didn't complain. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're gonna score this baby. Pat, what do you think? One. Clint. Uh, three. Wow. No peanut Don. gallery. Uh, I'm gonna have to go one. I think I'm at a three. All right. I, to be honest, I came into this thinking like. Who would sponsor Small Whiskey Podcast? Gotta only, a, only the best whiskeys in the world. <laughs> it's it's only it's only it's only either a hero or a villain that sponsors our podcast. <laughs> so I assumed it'd be a villain. villain. <laughs> I assumed it'd be a villain. I was 
I unimpressed by anything outside of the whiskey. I hate everything about the marketing, their website. I hate searching for it and finding a bunch of review websites that seem like I've seen ones that give it five stars. And I'm like, that's impossible. They have like a gold medal for 2019 and something. I'm like, I don't see how this is a gold medal anything. So I hate everything outside of the whiskey itself. I think as a casual drink, it's fine. I would have other people try it. Uh, I don't love the value proposition. To be honest, I'm not going to buy more of it. Um, only because I feel like in that $40 price bracket, I'd rather spend the premium to go up to something that's distilled in Japan or sit at the same price point and get something in a scotch um, that will either replicate or do better than this. Or I guess I go buy tequila. Yeah, kind of. I kind of want some potching or whatever. Clean had in. I kind of want to go cartel. down in my score now that I talked about it. Fuck. Yep. Well, you you noodle on yeah, that. I'll start. I'll talk a little bit. Well, well, you noodle about lowering your score, and then John can follow up, and then we'll listen to Clint. Uh, if I smell something and my stomach hurts, <laughs> you're starting at a one, and you have a big hill to climb up out of. Um, I'm, I wasn't impressed with how light everything was. I. Price not even a factor. I I don't think I'm going to finish the jar. I poured out my first taste. I choked through this one. I'm not putting it in the infinity bottle. I'm just I don't like the way it tastes. I don't like the way it smells. I really don't want to experience. Yeah, this again. I I'm kind of in the same boat. I just think there's like a good idea here, but they didn't like follow through with the actual flavor of it. Like there's a lot of like promise kind of in the beginning of stuff. But like Pat said, it's kind of funky, and the flavor sure it starts out peppery, but it doesn't go anywhere. It just stops, and for forty bucks, it's I don't know. It just it's not it's nothing to brag about. You could probably get a, a single malt for forty bucks out of yeah. Scotland. That's going to do a lot more. Bring bring the, the price down, and maybe it fits in the category better. But yeah, for forty bucks, this should be doing more than it is. Nick gets rid of that stinky smell. <laughs> would have at least got to. I think of it more as a one-time, not a bad whiskey. It is too light to mix. I I would not recommend mixing it really in anything. Just because whatever you mix it with, it would just overpower it. It would just end up tasting like the mix that you have. The only thing that would come through is probably the pepper, which is probably the one thing that you wouldn't want to come through in a mixed drink. So it's yeah. kind of. A, you mean you don't do that old that'd pepper soaked water? That's so chip bad. Water? No, it. Instead of doing coffee grounds, Clint does pepper grounds. I, I really don't mind it as a as a one time experience, and I'm great about it. <laughs> but there, there are some good notes. Um, I think the honey is fine. I actually like the pepper in a standalone drink. I just don't like it in the mix. Like if I were to mix it, I wouldn't like it. But in a standalone, I think the the pepper note is actually what gets me to a three. Because if it didn't have that, then I I wouldn't find it nearly as as a uh, just 
interesting. It, it needs that little spark, that fire, you know, to help it get there. So, like I said, not anything great, but I think it's worth one try. And, yeah. Well, Clint, I'm going to have to tell you, you convinced me. Okay. I have to go down. Can't do it. <laughs> down to a what? Two steps down. Well, when, two stepper. <laughs> Here's the it's problem. It's the old two stepper. Based on Send our, it in. our way of scoring, you, it's a terrible fucking mixer. You can't go there. Yeah. So it's a one. <laughs> and here's the issue. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. It's the block, it's, isn't it? It's the block. No, it's uh, it's kind of Clint's comment. Like I, I was on board with Pat with the, if it makes your stomach hurt at the beginning, it probably should be a one to start. I got those same sensations, and I don't think I'm as, I don't think I'm as, uh, I don't know. Well, I don't critical. know if critical is the word. <laughs> I don't think I'm as. I think I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm more Spiteful. tolerant to it. But the thing is, is when it comes to value, I'm I'm less tolerant. So at forty dollars, it shouldn't do that. Period. Um, at least to multiple people, like it should just be like a, maybe you're a one-off kind of person. So I'm not a fan if it's happening to more than one person in our group where we are very different in our tastes. Uh, and then Clint's comment about how, yeah, I'll buy it once, but then I won't buy it again. And I, I even said that, but didn't really, you know, hearing it from someone else is like, you know what? Why, if I'm not if I'm not going to buy it again at $40, why do I care? I just, I shouldn't be there at $40. I should be getting a single malt, I should be getting something that is the low end of affordable. I mean, you can get you can get scotches for sub thirty that are decent, and and they kind of are not close to this, but they've got this. You know, this is closer to a scotch than some things, and that's just the history. But you could go there; that wouldn't be a problem. I mean, I think I think Monkey Shoulder. We brought that up earlier, but I think that rolls in at like twenty seven. And that's in my mind it's way one? better than way that. Way like better. Here, wait. Let me just check my historical books it's, here. It's a, about thirty-five where I'm at on the regular. Oh shit! I didn't write it the price like down. 20, we'll have 20, to listen back. Twenty twenty-nine. Yeah. Uh, no, don't do that. Pat will go on a tirade and pull up the episode and play it live. Uh, yeah, no, thirty or uh, twenty twenty-nine. So yeah, I mean, all day I'd, I'd buy that over this. Um. Yeah, I, if this got a, if this got a price drop to something like high twenties, maybe there's a chance I'd recommend it or have it purchased again. I think living in the forty realm, you know, thinking about that cliff, it's like, god damn, that's that's tough. I I don't know. I I I, I John John, I have a question for you. Would your score no, change? Price at a had no part in this. But it does have like a global influence on like how I speak about it. For me, it has no bearing, but I think as a whole, I would weigh that into the score as well as like another demote to it. I would, I, to I answer your question backwards, Pat, I would not raise my score. I didn't, I didn't ask you. <laughs> I would not raise my score. I like that kind of gumption. I would not raise my score if it was cheaper. Um, 
Are you talking about Clint's not raising his score or me just <laughs> not just asking him whatever. questions? Either one. I think I like Clint not raising his score. I like that he answered. Uh, it's wild. It's wild out here. Uh, you know, love it, hate it, buy it, don't. We're not obligated to tell you shit. Uh, you can go out, you can find this shit at least in Indiana. It's probably at Costco. That's where I definitely saw it. I know it's in California. That's where they sent it from. If I had the liquor store's name, I'd tell you where to go. Uh, it's Tenjaku Blended Whiskey. You heard it here first. That's a 3111. Don't dial that number. Won't get you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad dad. I gotta update my document. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> if only our score went to ten and you gave it a nine, and there was a couple of ones, that'd be more fun. But it doesn't exist. Eight, hey, six, you know, seven, guys, we've all okay. had a lot of fun here today. But let's get real for a minute. Max, oh, let's not get real. Someone has an announcement for the class. Come to the attention of the host that the host is. A pr- we gotta buy some the stock really music. S- and play really it right sucks. now. No. So I have too many things in my life going on to do this podcast right now. So I have to take a uh, sabbatical. Yeah, I'll, a sabbatical. Sabbatical. I got to take a... F- between, <laughs> Can't wait till you hear what we call it next week. Between 10 to 14 weeks sabbatical, depending on how my school works out. Because I'm doing night school and it's too much fucking work with work. So that's my life. So I don't know who's hosting. I don't know who's doing the shit. I know Clint is your new favorite editor. In fact, this episode was edited by Clint. I bet you can't tell the difference. That's how good he is. I bet you it's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This is where I go back and I send you the most fucked up audio file and go deal with it. <laughs> going to add back. I'll yeah, start generating tones and music and sound effects. <laughs> Applause break. in the background. Uh, I'm just gonna cut all the trouble out and say, "Deal with that." Yeah. I'm gonna start making new intro songs <laughs> in GarageBand. No, yeah, I don't. Be Wild awesome. West. Let them do what they do. So, I will actually listen to the podcast now. If I can speak to what we think we're doing, I think we're just gonna wing it and just kind of come up with plans, right, guys? Like we're gonna talk about whiskey-related things, as far as I know. We are. Yeah, we still haven't figured out the logistics of splitting whiskey. Yeah. To be honest, I'm walking away and saying whiskey take the wheel and hoping that you guys it always does solve all the issues that it it'll figure <laughs> itself out. It's gonna be just like that community meme where Troy comes in with the yep. pizza and then pops the <laughs> yes. But if you can but, only imagine how this started out, this whole whiskey uh podcast thing started out. It started out with a couple drams and a, a few talks and that's exactly yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, playing Ghost of Tsushima, making jokes about, we should just do a podcast. And a joke. Yeah, <laughs> okay, right. let's fucking do it. And we'll now we're at 42 episodes, 43 episodes. Plans. But we'll continue so yes, the podcast. Max will come we'll back at some point, I'm assuming. Yeah. I expect to be here for at least our one-year episode. I expect to be back when my schedule is not fucked. Uh, but I know the next three to four weeks are going to be fucking terrible, so I have to pass my this is my last semester of my master's so i just need to pass this and i'm done we can get back to it and i'll make more money and i'll buy us more whiskey how about that sounds great <laughs> so yes so you will have an i don't know i don't know who the fuck i don't know who's gonna host it how are you gonna do it i can't wait to hear the next episode it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be my best part of my uh monday tuesday wednesday thursday <laughs> I mean, whenever I'm we so put excited. the episode out it's, it's gonna, gonna be interesting <laughs> 
Mondays at eight. at eight. When have you ever gotten your kids to bed um, by eight? <laughs> he says when you post it. Yeah, when you post oh. it. Eight a.m. Lost in So yes, that's my life update. Sorry that I will be gone. If you guys, you know, really fuck it up, maybe I'll come out of retirement. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Uh, you might just be considered a guest if we do real good. All of a sudden, our viewers are yeah, going I'm gonna up. Come, I'm going to come back, and you're going to... We're getting paid. You know, got the whole... <laughs> the merch <laughs> store is going to be open. Clint's you're going to be off the The joke is that I bought all the merch. <laughs> hey, I hope... I hope I hope it all goes well for the three of you. I wish you good luck. I'm glad to watch you all grow. <laughs> I can't wait for uh, Monday to come around and we don't have an episode recorded. <laughs> that's all, that's, yeah, there's only two options. You hit it big and you're all podcast famous. Or uh, did you guys die? <laughs> Clint just loads the intro and the outro song and sends it to Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be right. It's only a minute and a half long. <laughs> In the, in the middle, it just goes whiskey. What, I, no. what I'm mostly worried Cuts about is Pat's That's comment it. about, oh, we'll start a new group text. That really hurt me. <laughs> oh, it's already started. I'm sure it is. It's popping. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that's Tenjaku Whiskey. I hope you guys fucking enjoyed it. Next week, these three idiots are going to figure something out. Season two. Uh, season two, yeah. Clint, I'll have to show you how to post shit to Anchor. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that's your podcast. We're just 40 it's trying to be whiskey. We'll see you next week. With three idiots. Oh, follow us at Smell My Whiskey. <laughs>